Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today, it is Thursday, the 19th of April, 2018. Tomorrow, 420 for those of you who partake in a certain activity. We'll just say that. A little nod to those of you who listen to the show who also are looking forward to tomorrow. That being said, I am here today to talk about Southern Underground Pro's show coming up. It's this Sunday, April the 22nd. Starts at 2 p.m. Doors open at 1.30 at the Basement East in Nashville, Tennessee. I cannot wait. You know, these are my favorite shows to go to. I love going to these sub shows. And I'm going to break down the show for you guys. I'm going to go match by match from what I'm seeing here. Advertised for the card uh, via their flyers. And... You know, I was going to have Jesse on the show. I usually have Righteous Jesse on to preview these uh, these subgrap shows with me, but he is currently dealing with the flu. So he actually hit me up today and said, hey, man, like, if we do this, you know, I could do it over the phone still. And I said, no, man, just go ahead, you know, rest up. I'll see you on Sunday. And I'm going to do this one solo today. Uh, it would have been cool to have a guest on, maybe someone from the show. But like I said, this was kind of a last minute thing. So it's going to be just me today, so I hope that's okay with you guys. But I just want to, before I you know get started on these on these uh, breakdowns of these matches coming up on Sunday, I want to give a shout-out to Heroes and Legends, because Heroes and Legends is not only a sponsor of this podcast, they're also a sponsor of the Southern Underground show on Sunday, as well as a sponsor of Jesse's podcast, the Kick Out of Two podcast. So I just want to give a shout-out to Heroes and Legends, they are a pro wrestling collectible and memorabilia company that specializes in action figures, vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autograph memorabilia, and other unique pro wrestling memorabilia. Make sure to check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at HL Pro Wrestling. And I know they have some cool stuff coming up. So, you know, jump on their social media, like I said, at HL Pro Wrestling to stay up to date with everything that they're doing over there at Heroes and Legends. I can tell you firsthand, Heroes and Legends is a company that's run by nice people and they do fair business. You can't ask for anything more in our crazy, wild, wacky world of pro wrestling. These people are great people and I think you'll uh, really enjoy doing business with them. So once again, that's Heroes and Legends. Also want to give a shout out real quick to Brian Jensen. Uh, Brian Jensen is a USA boxing instructor and cornerman. He specializes in boxing training, MMA training, uh, just you know personal training, just getting people in better shape. If you need to learn how to throw some hands, you're just looking to lose a little weight, whatever it is, Brian can help you out with that. His Instagram handle is at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's all spelled out as one word, at Atlanta Boxing Coach. And just hit him up. Uh, he's from the Atlanta, Georgia area, but he can help you from anywhere. And Instagram is the easiest way to get a hold of him because he is very active on there. Last but never least, I want to give a shout out to WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the best place to go for wrestling pick'em contests. I can tell you firsthand because I actually won the NXT Takeover New Orleans contest, and I have a replica NXT title. I think it's worth like 300, 350 bucks, something like that. Um, they shipped it out to me after I won, and I got it within like two days of winning the contest, which was incredible. So I can tell you firsthand, these contests are awesome. The prizes are real. The money is real. They have a pick'em contest coming up for the Greatest Royal Rumble event. That's going to be, I mean, huge. They're giving away, for first place, $500 cash, as well as a replica WWF Winged Eagle Championship belt. And there's also more cash on the line. So make sure to jump on WrestleRumble.com, enter the contest, fill out some entry forms. going to be a whole lot of questions about this Royal Rumble match, 
about the other matches during the show, and you can win a lot of cash and prizes just for knowing about pro wrestling. So check that out, WrestleRumble.com, and stay up to date with all their contests on Twitter, at WrestleRumble. So let's get right into talking about SUP Graps this Sunday, April the 22nd, once again from the basement east of Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going to start off talking about a scramble match. We got AJ Gray, Cabana Man Dan, Danny Adams, Marco Stunt, Jackson Stone, Sage Phillips, and Pat Monix. This will be interesting. <laughs> um, I I'm not 100% familiar with Stone, Phillips, and Monix. I know those names, and I'm sure I've seen them live. I just can't put a face with the name. So I apologize to you guys, but I'll definitely be seeing you on Sunday. As far as the other guys involved, AJ Gray, one of my favorite uh, guys in this in this region, really. And he's kind of all over the place now, but, you know, I see him obviously at these Southern Underground shows. I've seen him at the SCI in Chattanooga. I've seen him at uh, Glory Pro in the St. Louis area, you know, all over the place. And he's one of my favorite guys to watch. Uh, Cabana Man Dan is a guy that I've recently become familiar with through the last Subgrap show. Um, Danny Adams, one half of no New Friends, a great tag team with Kevin Lee Davidson. Uh, KLD has been on the show multiple times. And Danny Adams is a really great up-and-coming wrestler that is really good at uh, really playing a villain. Like, he's really good at coming out and running his mouth and getting the, the crowd against him, which is the goal of what he's doing. So, always a big fan of seeing Danny Adams around. And Marco Stunt, for those of you who don't know about Marco Stunt, this guy is like... I'm, and, and this isn't, you know, I I promise you I'm not trying to, like, make fun of this guy by any means because he's very, very, very talented. Um, But he looks, like, 12 years old. Like, the first time I saw him, I thought it was a little kid who was, like, pretending to come out to the ring for a match. I really didn't think he was an actual pro wrestler. And when I saw him wrestle at the last sub show, I was blown away. He's very, very talented. And he's a super small guy, like. I'm talking like he he can't be taller than four and a half feet tall. I mean, super small, but he does really great stuff. Obviously, he uses his uh, speed, his athleticism, agility uh, to jump, bounce around the ring, all that good stuff. And he's a lot of fun to watch. So I'm really looking forward to the scramble match. I guess I'll do predictions as well. Um, it's really hard for me to pick against AJ Gray. Not because I'm, I'm a fan of his, uh, but also because, you know, he's kind of become like the king of scramble matches, I feel like. Like, he's he doesn't always win them, but he really does a good job of stealing the show when he's uh, when he's in these multi-man matches. And he does some crazy stuff. Like, for those of you who haven't seen AJ Gray before, he's not, like, a super tall guy, but he's thick, but he's powerful, but he also does high-flying stuff, so it's like... It's a really odd combination of things that he does, but he does everything, which is really cool. Like you'll see him do things like hit, you know, like a like a super powerful looking power bomb, and then the next thing you know, he's climbing the top rope and doing a corkscrew uh, dive from the top rope to the outside to the floor. You know what I mean? Like really cool stuff. And like I said, there's a lot of great talent in this match, and it's something I'm really looking forward to watching. Uh, I also want to mention on this flyer it says ethan page also in action so ethan page uh you know i'd i'd assume you know who that is he is one of the top names on the independent pro wrestling scene was a huge part of evolve for years 
Um, I've seen him also kind of all over the place. He's, I believe he resides in Canada still. Um, Alpha One, I think, is his promotion. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he runs Alpha One up there in Canada. But Ethan Page is another cool dude. I've met him in person before. Super nice guy. I've met most of these guys in person, to be honest, because, you know, these are smaller shows and they're really interactive. That's something I also want to mention. You know, if you want to meet some of these wrestlers, these are the kind of shows you want to go to because they're just walking around, they're selling merchandise. And I promise you, even if, aside from, well, there's one guy we'll talk about here that will not be nice to you no matter what, but we'll get to that. But everyone else in the show, I, can guarantee if you go up to them, even if they're the biggest asshole in the world in the ring, a guy like Danny Adams, for instance, is going to talk a whole lot of trash. But if you go up to him in between matches and just say, hey, Danny, thanks for coming to Nashville. You know, I'm a big fan of what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. He's a super nice dude. Um, Ethan Page, same way. And I don't know who he's going to wrestle. It says also in action. I'm looking forward to it, though, because it'll be a surprise. But I can't really make a prediction because I don't know the opponent. Although I will assume, although we know what assuming does, I will assume that Ethan Page will win whatever match he's involved in. After that, we have a big rematch. We got Slutty Cat versus Alley Cat. This match helped steal the show at the last Subgraps event uh, just a couple months ago. I, I mean, <laughs> if you haven't seen their first match, I'd strongly recommend going and checking it out right now after you listen to this podcast. Slutty Cat is Josh Bishop, who is a male. Alley Cat is a female, although they're both cats. So just keep that in mind. It's a cat versus cat battle, although it's like an intergender, interfeline, feline. Yeah, I guess interfeline. It just sounds funny saying that interfeline. It's not like saying enter Sandman, interfeline uh, contest. And this is going to be a lot of fun. Alley Cat won their first match, so I'm going to say that Josh Bishop, Slutty Cat, gets the win back, and they go even on their series with maybe a big third match, a rubber match, coming up at an upcoming Subgrap show. That's my guess. After that, we've got Brett Eisen taking on Kerry Awful. So Brett Eisen and Righteous Jesse had a match at the last show that was incredible like it was so much fun to watch and there was so much like passion and storytelling behind it it was really one of my favorite matches of the year like in any company really just like storytelling alone and the guys beat the holy hell out of each other um I actually like so during their match there was so much stuff that happened I I just encourage you to watch the match because I don't want to give it all away but at one point during the match Brett Eisen staples some dollar bills into Jesse's head, and I actually wound up picking up one of those dollar bills off of the floor and gave it to Jesse uh, weeks later when I saw him later on, and it has the the hole from like the the stapler in the dollar bill, so it's you know definitely authentic. But you know that being said, this story and this feud between Eisen and Carrie Awful carries over because. So from what I understand, and I've become pretty good friends with Jesse through wrestling, but I don't know, you know, him and Brett and these guys, I know, I know that they were, they were friends growing up and that's where like a big part of the, the Brett Eisen versus, uh, righteous Jesse story comes from. And I also know that they had a friend that passed away, 
um, not too long ago. That was like a part of their crew. And I know that's a part of like, you know, their wrestling storyline and all that stuff. And I want to be respectful of like that whole situation. That's why I'm not like saying anything that, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't know the, the full extent of like their whole story growing up and getting into wrestling. I just know little bits and pieces of it. And I know Carrie Awful was a part of that in some way, shape, and form. So this story between Brett and Carrie stems off of the story between Brett and Jesse, if that makes sense to everybody listening. And I apologize if you hear somebody sawing. I have not heard this noise in weeks. And it's every time I want to record one of these episodes, somebody starts doing crazy loud yard work right next to me. So I apologize if you hear that. If you hear if you heard that noise, if it I don't know if the the mic I'm using is going to cancel that out, but if you hear background noise, let me know at the subscribe show and I'll buy you a cheap beer. So there's your reward for sitting through the annoying noises. Um, as far as carry off versus Brett Icing goes, I think this match is going to be hard hitting. I think it's going to be really really fun to watch. Carry Awful is one half of the Carnies tag team. I don't know why Nick Iggy isn't wrestling on the show. Um, don't know if he's hurt or just busy or what's going on with him, but I really, really enjoy watching Nick Iggy. And I was actually going to ask Jesse why he wasn't a part of the show. Um, but I just, you know, don't have the chance to, cause like I said, he had the flu. So as far as the match goes, though, like I said, this match is going to be hard hitting. It's going to be fun. My prediction is that Brett Eisen kind of continues running rough shot over Southern underground pro. And I'm going to say he gets the win. Because, you know, for my money, I'd have to say I'm looking at like kind of their full roster here, or at least most of it. And, you know, I'd, I got to say they're, they're top heel in their company as of now. If you're looking at like accumulation of, you know, everything that uh, SUP has done up to this point, I've got to say Dominic Garini is probably who I would consider to be their top heel. But Brett Eisen is like right there with him in their kind of like aligned in a stable. And once again, this is I would just strongly, strongly recommend checking out all the other subgrap shows that you can get your your eyes on because there's an ongoing story with Brett Eisen, Dominic Garini, um, Angelus, and Kevin Koo. And you know. There's a lot that goes into this, and that's why I'm so excited for this matchup. And that noise on the outside is just absolutely killing me. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, guys. I, I really, that's really frustrating. But uh, I think it's going to be a great match. I'm taking Brett Eisen to win. Up next, we have this is probably the most interesting match to me on this show. We have MJF versus Mance Warner, and this is basically the battle of the ipoke gods i <laughs> so when i mentioned earlier when i was saying guys like danny adams will be nice to you and most of the people on the show like if you go up to him in between matches or after the show before the show and talk to him a little bit they'll be super cool appreciative mjf will not be that way mjf is the same asshole that you're gonna see in the ring everywhere else um if he hears this, if he listens to this, like I, I have no idea like if if what he's doing is an act in any way, shape, or form. But I don't know if I've ever seen a wrestler in like today's era, especially on the independent pro wrestling scene, who does not turn that switch off. And I absolutely love it. I think it's the best because he's really 
doing a great job of staying in character, whether it's a character or not, just staying true to who he actually is. Um, there's, you know, no kayfabe breaking going on with MJF. He's, he's straight up. I mean, like, I, I, I can't talk about the last time I saw him because I signed something saying I wouldn't. And it didn't have to do with him. It had to do with the company that I was at. And it's something, it just sucks that I can't talk about it. You've probably heard uh, the guys kick out it too, if you listen to their podcast also, kind of bring up this thing that none of us can talk about. We will eventually be able to talk about it, but we will not be able to until we get the word that we're allowed to. Uh, but MJF was a part of that. And MJF versus Mance Warner is going to be some real good stuff. Mance Warner immediately became one of the top guys in SUP when he started appearing at their shows. Uh, he told me to shut the fuck up during his promo at the last show, and you can find that on camera. Although they don't show me on camera, thank God. I was so embarrassed. I was so drunk. I'm going to try not to drink nearly as much of this show, by the way, although I did have a great time. Um, Manson MJF, is, I mean, it's just going to be a hell of a match. And, you know... I don't know who's going to win. This is really, really difficult for me to pick a winner. I'm going to say MJF wins, but like, I mean, neither guy winning would be surprising. I just think that MJF coming in, he could really, like, let me just put it this way. Southern Underground can do so much with a character like MJF, with the crowd that they have, uh, kind of their demographic and what, what they do. MJF can be a gigantic asset to them. And Mance Warner the same way, but it's like one of those things like Mance Warner is already kind of like a made man at Southern Underground, if that, made, if that makes sense. Like whether he wins or loses, he's already like a draw for the company. And MJF, I think, could also be a huge part of the future of the company. So I think that MJF should get the win here. Um, but, you know, you can see MJF everywhere. Same with Mance Warner. These guys are wrestling all over the place. Um want to give a shout out to Mikey from Black Label Pro. Me and him talked about MJF a little bit when he came on my podcast to talk about his promotion. And he told me what I was just telling you guys. He was like, it's not an act. MJF is that guy. And I've seen it firsthand. And I, uh, I'm, I'm very impressed by what he does. After that, we've got Kevin Koo taking on Donovan Danhausen for the PWF Tri-States title. This is a title that Kevin Koo has won from the PWF, and he's defending it in multiple companies, which is awesome. Donovan Danhausen is a, an up-and-coming guy. He, It's kind of hard to describe. You know, if Maybe if you've seen someone like Darby Allen before, you can maybe compare them. Uh, mix him with like maybe a little like Finn Balor, kind of. Um, Danhausen is a unique guy. He does the face paint. Uh, he comes out with like a railroad spike or something like that. It's like a giant nail. And Kevin Koo is one of the one of the heart and souls of Southern Underground, not just from a performance standpoint, but he's also one of the owners of the company. So um, Kevin Koo is a really, really big part of, of what this company is. And him defending the Tri-States title, I think will be a really cool thing. I can't imagine Koo losing this, um, not just because, well, let me put it this way, and this might, not to pull the curtain back too much, but it's pretty rare in our scene of wrestling that a company would allow their title to be defended in another company and lose it, unless both guys 
wrestle for the other company and they can use it to further their business. Now, I'm not saying that Dan hasn't has no chance of winning or that he wouldn't also be prepared to defend the PWF title if he won it. I'm just saying that I don't see Kevin Koo dropping the title at subgraps to Danhausen on Sunday. But I think this match is going to be really, really, really good. But like I said, I am going to take Kevin Koo to win. And in the main event, we have a rematch from the main event of the last sub show. We have Kurt Stallion taking on Dominic Greeny in a Falls Count Anywhere Music City street fight for the Bone Storm title. The Bone Storm title is, of course, the main championship for Southern Underground Pro. It's essentially their world heavyweight title. Kurt Stallion was their first and only champion up until their last show, where Greeny defeated Stallion uh, via ref stoppage. So Stallion didn't submit, he didn't get pinned, but Greeny just beat the holy hell out of him, and there was a ref stoppage. I don't want to, once again, I want you guys to watch these shows. I know he gave away the ending, but like, how they get to that ending, I would strongly recommend checking out because, once again, more great storytelling, more great in-ring action. Greeny's a guy with a lot of upside who's doing a lot of good things, a lot of big things, and he's all over the place. He's a guy with a Brazilian jiu-jitsu background, uh, so he's like a legitimate tough guy. You know, he's a legitimate grappler. He's a legitimate martial artist, and Kurt Stallion is one of the absolute best talents in independent pro wrestling and it's just a matter of time before you see stallion doing really big things on a national stage in my opinion and that goes the same for a lot of people on this show i see a lot of huge things in the future for most of the people on this show but kurt stallion's kind of already right there if that makes sense like he was just a part of the new japan dojo out in california um i know he's done stuff with like ring of honor in the past and other big companies and he's all over the place. Um, so as far as this match goes, it's really hard for me to believe that Garini is going to drop this belt so soon. But, you know, you can never count out Kurt Stallion, especially at the Basement East in a subgrap show. Because Kurt Stallion really is, you know, and this is not to, this isn't to, once again, not to belittle anyone or anything about these shows or these companies. But I think that, I think that the talent would probably agree with me. Kurt Stallion is probably the, the top guy in Southern Underground as far as like recognizability, if that's a real word. Um, you know, he works so hard and he's all over the place and you can see so many of his clips online, so many of his matches in different companies. And, you know, he just kind of stands tall above everybody else in Southern Underground. Now there's other guys that are like, super 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 close like Dominic Garini like Mance Warner MJF and others but you know if it was me Kurt Stallion would still be the Bone Storm champion but I think that there were circumstances outside of Sup's control that kind of led them to make the decision to go in the direction that they're going right now and I have no problem with Garini as the champion do not get me wrong um I just I'm just not sure that the initial plan was for it to happen the way that it's happening. But that being said, I am going to choose Dominic Garini to retain the Bone Storm Championship on Sunday. So that's that, guys. Those are my predictions for Southern Underground Pros. Um, well, I'm going to read the, the tagline for you. In this lifetime, few things are worth fighting for. Satisfaction 
is the death of desire. So there you have it. That's Southern Underground Show in a nutshell. It's going to be April the 22nd from the basement east in Nashville, Tennessee. Get your tickets. Uh, $15 entry. You can find them on TicketWeb.com. You can just walk right up to the basement east and buy them. Super accessible. And I will say, if this show is anything like the last show, I would recommend getting there early and getting a good spot because they probably had around 200 people at their last show. Standing room only, of course, because it's a small bar. There's a ring in the middle of the bar, and you're pretty much up against the actual bar and walking around. So I would recommend getting there uh, pretty early and meeting some wrestlers, buying some merchandise, and you know, getting up up front and center, but there's not a bad spot in this place because like I said, it's a small venue, but we like to try to get it packed in in there. And it really has an old ECW vibe to what they do. So if you were a fan of, you know, kind of like grungy, old, like like mid to late 90s pro wrestling, and you missed that because there isn't a whole lot of that out there anymore, this is definitely the company for you. So once again, check it out. Subgraphs. They can be found on Twitter um, and Instagram at SUP underscore G-R-A-P-S. You can follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Got a Facebook group as well to search Fight Talk Podcast. You can find my written articles at DailyDDT.com. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, download the episodes that you like, and please leave a thought far a five-star rating and a review so once again that's a five-star rating and a review it really helps the podcast out a lot it basically just helps other people find it easier so and it's free to do it takes like three seconds so please do that for me it helps the podcast out a lot i know i say it all the time but that is the truth um i also have a twitch channel that i'm doing more and more with that is just twitch.tv slash fight talk underscore and my merchandise is available at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, different designs, different colors, whole bunch of stuff for you guys. And any money I make on that website goes right back into this podcast. Helps me get upgraded equipment. Uh, helps me have a little extra cash in my pocket for gas to get to these shows. Because, you know, I travel all over to uh, not only watch these wrestlers and MMA artists, you know, perform. But I also use that to form relationships with, with these guys and girls so that I can get interviews, so that I have kind of an in when there's news out there. And, you know, someone that – so I, I try to give these these guys and girls at this level of pro wrestling someone that they can trust with information, you know, when something happens, uh, an outlet with my podcast or with my writing or something to help, you know, help get them more exposure but also make sure that the truth is getting out there too when, when certain things happen, so – just uh, it all helps and all goes into making this podcast better for not just me, but for you guys too. And I've said it a thousand times. I will never in a million years ever charge you guys to listen to this podcast. It will always be 100% free. And I completely, fully appreciate you guys just by listening to the show. But if you can go that extra mile to uh, purchase something on whatamaneuver.net, that really, really helps the podcast out a lot. And you wind up getting uh, some Fight Talk podcast gear that you can, you know, wrap around town or do whatever you want with, give it away as a gift or, you know, wear it to some shows or something. Want to give one last shout out to my sponsors and we will get on out of here for this episode. So shout out to Heroes and Legends. Make sure to check them out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. Uh, 